0: Hey, hey, it's Jasmine Danielle, and I'm back for another podcast this week. Um, you have to excuse my inconsistency. Um, my topic today is kind of, I think there's like two different ways I'm going to go about the topic. But for one, I know for sure that I want to cover is how do you not or how do you know if something's not for you? Um, Like, what are the signs, what are the gut intuition feelings that just scream that something's not for you? How do you know and how can you tell that something is not for you? Whether it's a job, a relationship, people in general, uh, buying something. Just, um, for example, this job interview that I went on last week, I... I went on an interview for a particular job uh, for a company, actually, that I used to work for. Um, I loved them as management was good, the HR, my supervisor, everybody at my last job working for that company were awesome. Um, so I found an opening here and I was like, why not go for it? Like the company was amazing. I wouldn't mind working just at a different location. Um... So I went in for the interview, and it was kind of, uh, it, everything was moving a little too fast. Um, meaning, I went in for the interview, walked out with the job, took badge, ID pictures, um, signed new hire packet, information, tax forms, all that, the whole nine. The only thing that I ha- that I have not done with that job offer. Was the drug and background test, and when my starting first day um that was the only things that I have not got um, so everything just happened so quickly. um I remember when I had the interview, I was asked so when are when am I available?" As far as like what days can I work and I already have a job so I'm looking for a second um, job to kind of um, it doesn't hurt to have another job and have extra money and source of income coming in so I was like well let me get back to you as soon as possible with that answer because right now based off my other job I would have to ask them you know So I've done all my work. I emailed him when I could come, you know, when I was available. I had started the background information that they sent to me via link, but I didn't submit it because I'm expecting him to email me back or at least contact me back about if those days were okay. And now why I say that? is because he tried to kind of throw in some other days and times that weren't um, on the job posting before I even applied for the job. I applied specifically for afternoon shifts. Um, It didn't say I had to work holidays. It didn't say I had to work evenings. I was looking, it said strictly for afternoon shifts during the interview process he was going X, Y, and Z about it, saying, you know, so if I need you to stay after till eight and I'm like I would have to get back to you on that. So like when I did send the email to him telling him my availability, I also questioned could you just clarify the the work hours that you would need me for um while also letting him know I have a part time job that I would have to double check have not received any type of information uh, back from him since that day. So I wasn't about to sign no background check for something that you can't positively, not even positively, you, he did not even reach back out to me about my email and my questions that I had. So the job, um, pretty much, I... I don't have the job, like, I basically don't qualify for the job because I didn't send in the background information quick enough and I didn't go for my drug test. Why I waited until, uh, I pretty much was waiting until my answers were answered. My, I was, (laughs) Lord, I was waiting until my questions have been answered and that, we were on the same page as far as work schedules because you're not about to hire me and then pop up on me, um, about different times that I'm supposed to be coming in and stuff like that. That's not what I applied for the job for. Um, another thing, it's kind of like an inconvenience for me because I'm already working. I live in one place, but I work in another state, but I mean, all it takes is to drive across the bridge and I'm there at my first job. Now for the second job, I'm kind of going out of my way for it. So that was another, you know, another thing I had to think about as far as accepting the job. And also I need to know exactly when in these hours that you were trying to um, have me work for you. Um. So long story short, I didn't get the job, but as I was thinking and the days have gone by and I have not gotten a response, I was kinda like, you know what, I'm not even pressed about this job, you know? Like it I felt very uh I felt good because I I I walked in the interview confident. I knew I had the job. I knew I had the credentials, the background, experience, all that, all nine yards. I knew I had that in the bag. But when I left and, you know, it kind of settled on me a couple days later, I emailed him the very next day. Like, I was making phone calls. I was, you know, I was doing stuff as soon as possible as I was told to. But you couldn't follow, you couldn't match that back when I asked something of them, you know, um, don't have me over here doing backflips and rearranging my schedule, trying to, uh, fit this second job in with this specific employer. Um, you know, it kind of made me feel some type of way. Um, so how do you, when do you know that something is just not the right fit for you or is just not a go for you? And, um, I felt this job as much as I liked it before and then trying to work for them again I just felt within myself you know I'm not really that pressed about it no big deal like maybe this isn't meant for me to be working for them again or maybe I should be aiming higher than the position that I applied for um so maybe it just was not in the cards for me to have this job. Maybe something else was coming better, bigger and better and more convenient. Because like I said, this, this job was really inconvenient to my time. But, you know, I gave it a go because I really liked the job that I was, you know, I liked what I was doing before. And once again, I liked the company that I was working for. So, I mean, it was inconvenient, but at least I knew I was going to be taken care of. So all of this extra stuff that came right after me being hired, it kind of just made me feel like, you know what, maybe this just is not right for me. So something that you guys should kind of reflect and think about, what is something going on that maybe did not go right? You're having, you know, something's frustrating you. Things just not seem to go in your favor as you had hoped for them to be maybe that's a sign that you know maybe this isn't that this might not be for you maybe there you need to take a new direction or there's something even better coming your way this just right here is to show you you need to be more patient maybe you need to aim a little higher um whatever the case is so that made me also think um <laughs> uh, certain people um I had a... I call him my little brother. He came to me today, actually, with a dilemma. How do you know or how do you let a friendship go and not feel like the bad guy? And he came to me because I told him, you know, I've had plenty... Not plenty. I've had a few failed, um, as I said before, um, relationships, friendships, whatever, I had to drop a few people in order for me to grow. And I told, I asked him, do you feel yourself in this person? Are they adding any value to your life? I also, he had made me aware that he kind of went cold turkey with him and this person not speaking at all which is something I would do like (laughs) I will go cold turkey and as if I don't know you that's just how I am so when I when he told me that he went completely you know no there's no contact between this person and him I said well does that make you feel What what did I ask him? I asked, now that you guys don't talk anymore, have things looked up for you? Have you noticed that maybe you feel a little lighter? You know, a little weight has lifted off your shoulders. Uh What positive has occurred while you and this person have not been in contact with each other? And he kind of sat there and thought, you know, maybe you're right. Um, and without me knowing the reason why, sometimes it's not about, I mean, most of the time it is what they did, but I gathered all of this based off um, past experience and just basically how I handled a situation. Um, since you know, I had to let them know that I, you know, I had a similar experience of my own, and once I've dropped these people all you know, all I see is positive things happening for me. I can feel nothing but better and bigger things going and coming my way. So I kinda had to ask him, you know, it might hurt. You're gonna have those moments when you think about that person or your friendship with that person or whatever the case might be, you're gonna miss that person. But at the same time think about why you and that person are on are at odds or think about you know what good has been going on since then like sometimes we we are human we're going to have you know a little soft spot in our heart and be like gosh I really miss this person but as much as you miss this person you have to think where have I come so far without this person so then I I eventually asked him like yo what happened and it was a bunch of pettiness um it was one of those situations where um when someone asks of your opinion or asks you a question that you don't respond how they thought you would respond or they don't agree that's not what they expected you to say. And it's like, well then don't ask me then if you're not gonna like anything that I say. I might not always agree with you. Um, so it was one of those situations and I was just like, look, we're we're too old. I I'm way too older, but he is like eighteen years old. He's at that age where it's kind of like, Look, I don't have to agree with everything that my friends think and do. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't like what I said or we're on two different pages, and that's fine. That is a-okay. Like, look, I don't have to agree, and you don't have to agree with me all the time. We can agree to disagree. So the reason that they're not talking, I don't... It could be a little deeper than that, Um, but he just basically told me that they fell out because this particular person did not feel like they they didn't agree what he had said and I'm like wow but anywho I went on a girl's trip it wasn't a girl's trip a girl's weekend Um, so I got out of the house for a couple of days and let loose um boy did I let loose <laughs> that's how you could tell I don't go nowhere um it was nice overall it was very nice for me to get out and we're just gonna leave it like that um I really don't go out like I cannot hang and this is not the first time of me coming to you know conclusion that I cannot hang I cannot hang and this has been like a year and some change that I've already found this out um I you I have one good turn up I like to tell everybody you can get one good turn up out of me okay after that I am in I am in recovery mood the next day I think I went hard Friday all day Friday I went hard I went a little too extra hard at uh <laughs> at night and then I woke up feeling like complete crap um after that I was no good I t- to this day to this day y'all I'm still trying to recover <laughs> and this was like two days ago I'm still in recovery mode uh yeah. I can't do it. I'm tired. Honestly, when I got home on Sunday, my body was aching. The front of my legs, I guess, uh I don't know what the front of your legs are called. I know the shin. No okay, the shin and then you have your calf behind. Okay, girl. And and boys, my my whole body was aching. Even my legs, my my wrists. My nose, <laughs> my hair follicles, my toenails, everything was hurting, okay? I'm getting old. Um, and I had to explain to one of my friends, I was like, look, I've done the whole turn-up life since I turned 21 into, like, 24. Like, my whole college life, I've been turned up faithfully every day. And during the summer, literally every day then, too, nonstop. So I, I, I've lived this life and I cannot hang on, okay? I cannot. Like, I don't know. I, I really have hope that one day I can gather myself and be able to do more than just one good turn up. But for now, if you want to go out, we go on a trip somewhere, I'm going to have to take it easy and don't ask me to take shots more than I can handle because then I'm not going to be any good for the rest of the trip so now I just can't I, I don't know I, I don't know other than blaming it on being old or getting old and that I already had done this before for years uh, <laughs> so during the girls trip uh, my birthday is on the horizon the far horizon, I should say, because it's definitely not on the horizon yet, but it's at that point where we're, we're trying to go hard or go home. uh, We need to start talking about it now. Um, I really don't know what I want to do for my birthday. I said that I wanted to go to New Orleans one year. I said that I wanted to go to New York. I don't know what the hell to do in New York other than I can fantasize about it. New Orleans sounds pretty tight, but I don't know. I kind of want to just leave that up in the air with my friends and have my good friends playing it. Because I just get overwhelmed with things. And I try to accommodate people. As much as it is my birthday, I kind of try to please other people on my own birthday. Ain't that something? Uh, I think I want to wrap that first topic up. I pretty much did because I didn't move on already. (laughs) Mm. Speaking of, um, so recently I've been approached by younger guys And when I mean younger, I mean, like, 24, maybe younger. If, I feel like if you're younger than me, even by, like, a couple months, I feel like you're a baby. (laughs) Don't, uh uh-uh. I don't entertain little boys, okay? And it's so frustrating because I have a baby face, like, on a daily, people probably think I'm like still in my teenage years, and I'm over here pushing, you know, thirty soon. Like, I'm out here looking like a whole teeny bopper out here, and it kind of makes me frustrated because it's just like, I'm not a baby. Like, stop, stop. I'm I'm not nineteen. Um, I'm not graduating high school soon, or. I'm not about to go to college. Like, I'm a whole 30-year-old out here. Like, what the hell? But then I kind of like it because it's, it's kind of like, well, I look a lot younger. Like, that's, that's supposed to be a good thing. But then it's kind of like self-sabotaging because I'm not out here trying to attract no little boys, okay? Give me a whole daddy out here, <laughs> Okay? Um, I'm not looking for, for no 24, 24 to me is young as shit, like compared to me being 26, like, no, Mm like, boy, I, I have to start asking these boys, how old are you? Because I'm pretty sure you think I'm a lot younger and you're probably thinking I'm your age and like, no, no, sweetheart. When they come up to me and be trying to, and I can already tell they're young, I be like, "Look, I'm a whole auntie out here. I don't, I don't need you. Okay, <laughs> I don't want you." <laughs> and that's another thing. I am not out here trying to get in no relationship with nobody. That is not my thing. But the, it was supposed to be funny, okay? It was supposed to be a joke, a kiki, aha ha. I'm not out here trying to get in no relationship with nobody. But the, it's just funny that. I get mistaken of being way younger than what I what I actually am. So it's like, I'm out here attracting little boys. Meanwhile, like I said, I'm trying to attract my age and older. And I can't do that because I'm out here looking like a little teenager. I'll be out here, and I'm not out here dressed. I, I dress appropriately. Um, if anything, I probably dress a little bummy. But still, I'm not out here dressing like, I, I don't know. I just feel like my whole face is... I went. I go to the nail salon. Every time I go to the nail salon and I end up going with, like, my godmother or my aunt, they always look at them and ask them, is what I'm asking okay? And I'm like, look, I'm pet... What the hell? You know, like, it's like they're asking for permission if it's okay if I get tips. Or they're asking if I want the deluxe pedicure okay like, I'm 26 years old. Like, what are you sitting here? Like, that's how I know I look young as shit. Like, these nail salons be having me effed up. Like, look, I am a grown woman out here, okay? Yeah, I came with my auntie. Yeah, I came with my grandma. But look, I am old enough to get whatever the hell I want. <laughs> they be looking at them like, is it okay? She get this? Like, yeah, hell, it is. Not me my tips. And Enorming my deluxe pedicure Don't play with me right now Like that's the one thing I hate about looking so little Like think I'm a little kid out here And I need permission Like no Jesus (sighs) That's one of my pet peeves Speaking of pet peeves I actually wrote down A list of my pet peeves Some of these I might just be thinking off the top because I only wrote a short um list before I was rudely rudely interrupted at work. <laughs> y'all ever be like having a bomb ass conversation with a coworker and then a customer just walks in interrupting y'all conversation? I'm like, what? Don't you see me talking right now? Please wait. It's like nah, I would never do that. <laughs> But it be low key a kill, like I'll be laughing too. i be like, Look, we is in a good conversation to hear you come in with a phone ringing, like, What, man? I don't know. Look at the website, ask me all these questions that you can find the answer to. But anyway, I love my job. <laughs> Pet peeves, uh, people who think they know it all. Oh my gosh, and that's so funny because. I'm a Virgo and a lot of people say that Virgos tend to think that they know it all but it's not that we think that we know it all it's your guys fault because y'all feel like we know it all and so y'all kind of like boost their head like well I know everything anyway so I mean come on with it well what would what you need to know because I know it all but I hate people it's a difference it's people that go out of their way to let you know they know it all don't do that I don't like that at all. Um, I actually know somebody who claim they be trying to tell me about myself, and I'm like, bro, you don't know me. Like, stop acting like you know me. You don't, okay? Ugh, people who think they know it all just absolutely get on my nerves. You no, know, no. First of all, nobody even asked you. These are people who give their unsolicited. Knowledge like I didn't care to know this, but thank you. Um, <laughs> I hate people who are too chipper at work, and I don't care what time of the day. If you're too chipper at work, I'm gonna need you to tone that down about two notches or so, especially in the morning, though. Look, I didn't roll, I if I work early in the morning, I wake up as late as possible without actually being late. So, nine times out of ten, I just woke up not even an hour ago. I'm gonna need you to get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> because you're doing too much. And I'm all. Right. And it's like people at work who are chipper, for those who aren't warning people or that aggravates them, it's like they don't see written all in your body language in your face that you want to be left the hell alone. And they still get in your face with that hype shit. Like, no. No, and then I hate when people those people at work they be like good morning good morning good morning and then it's like I really don't want to say good morning but also I don't want to look like I'm a bitch either so it's like I smile and they're like what's wrong with you and it's like bitch it's early that's what's wrong with me I'm one of those people I will be quiet for a smooth two hours maybe three if I'm working in the morning leave me alone okay Let me wake up some. But in the meantime, I'm going to fake smile and I'm going to grit through my teeth. Good morning. Don't try me early in the morning. Those tripper people, there's a special place for y'all in the corner. And y'all can have powwow being happy in the morning. But I'm not with that, okay? Someone telling me what to do as if I don't know any better or I don't have common sense. Okay. Okay. So, I know a couple people who try to tell me what to do. And there's two ways I can go about it. People, Someone telling me what to do as I'm about to do it. Like, if you would just give me one second, I was literally about to do that. But I guess you felt you needed to tell me what to do other than just let me go ahead and do it. Mm-mm. Now I don't even want to do it anymore. Now you're really going to be mad. It tried to tell me for about four or five times because I'm now I don't want to do it. I, I had, you wanted me to vacuum? Look, I was just about to plug that motherfucker in. Now I'm not, okay? I, I don't, the floor's not going to get vacuumed by me anymore, but you can certainly do it. I was just about to wash dishes. Damn, now I'm about to turn the water off. Like, nope, not going to wash dishes no more. I was just about to do that. I hate when somebody tried to tell me something that I was just about to do. And then there's the people who try to tell me something as if I'm like, I don't have no common sense. Like, what is something that someone tried to tell me that I don't already know? It could be something, but it's just like, easy, duh. Like, there are some people who walk around with no common sense at all. They really didn't know any better. But for me, it's like, I have common sense. So, what you just told me, like I was some retard walking around the streets. I'm officially pissed the fuck off now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, I was, I know that, like, duh. Like, would somebody be like, oh... Uh, Every time I'm about to give it a good example, I forget that quickly. But I'm pretty sure y'all can think of something. I'm thinking hard, too. I don't know. So we're going to move on. See, this is why I need maybe another person or two or three people while doing a podcast so that we can have more of a lively discussion because this whole by myself thing is a little challenging, okay? Um, I don't like people who act slow, or they act like they cannot use their comprehension skills. <laughs> I know. One person in particular, but I am not about to put them on the spot like that. But it like gets on my absolute nerves when they act like they don't understand what I'm saying. Especially through through text messages. Now I know text messages are supposed to be the little a shorter way of communication, but at this point, fuck it, we writing novels in this hoe we we, we be texting full-blown sentences all the whole all of that so I know this one person in particular they will type something and I'm like I don't understand what you're saying because you like I don't get it and I legit don't be getting it because either it has grammar (laughs) errors in it Something's misspelled or it just don't make no damn sense. Like, what are you talking about? And I write out, I don't understand what are you talking about? And they will still ask me, like, what do you not understand? And I'm like, bro, I'm going to just stop acting like you stupid. And look at what you sent me. Okay. I did not just ask this question out of the hot ass air like look back at what you sent me because i don't understand and i wrote in full complete sentences but commas and periods could you explain or to put those people when you do write a whole novel or an essay or a short book through text messages and you know you legit like hit every question they could possibly have about what you talking about and they still trying to ask you what you talking about like are you even comprehending like or did you, did you just read it just to read it and didn't even comprehend anything from that or take in anything from that because I'm pretty sure 100% of all the questions that you have have been answered in my text message okay uh, don't play with me I cannot people Mm. And then people be thinking, i mean. I'm not mean. Y'all just slow. Okay? And then they just be sitting there looking stupid. <laughs> mm. I also don't like when people initiate something, but then look at you to finish it. Mm-mm. Nope. And back to the whole, like, dating and talking to guys. They will initiate something, and then it's like, but I'm not the one invited myself out. Like, don't ask me to go somewhere or act as if you're trying to uh, take me out somewhere, but then I'm over here. Like, so where would you want to go? I didn't want to go anywhere, to be honest. Like, this was your idea. Don't initiate something and look for me to finish it. No, I'm definitely not going anywhere or i hate when people come up with an idea to do something or plan to go do this or that but then leave all the responsibility for you to work on it like this was not my idea i don't know where you're trying to go with this so why are you trying to leave it in my hands kudos for you for coming up with the idea but i need you to finish and complete okay you started this project not me shit i hate when people don't drive like me (laughs) oh my gosh um I really hate when people don't use their signal lights. There are signal lights on the vehicle for a reason. So if you're going to cut me off and then suddenly try to make a turn in front of me, I'm going to get highly upset and I'm going to be extra dramatic as I blow the horn and swerve into the next lane while getting back in the lane that you cut me off in. Um, Yeah. It really pisses me off when people don't use their signal lights and then they try to do, like, an out-of-nowhere turn. It's like, oh, well, great, I knew you were turning. I, I totally saw that. And that was total sarcasm right there. Like, people who don't use their signal lights, there's a special place for you and the rest of the people to go and practice using signal lights. And that's me being really nice. <laughs> Hmm. I hate when bad textures I hate back to the whole acting like you're slow um I hate when people do not make sense in their text messages and then get mad at you when you don't understand what you're what they're saying like where I didn't text that like I I know you had to see what you text and thought I knew what that meant or I could understand or just talking about it gets me really upset because it happens quite a lot with some people and it's like why are you getting mad at me for asking what the hell you are trying to say in this text message help me understand where that makes sense for you to be mad at me at this point I really I genuinely be you know concerned like what are you trying to say and I'm not trying to be an asshole I'm not trying to be none of that I'm really trying to understand what you're saying I don't could you please text correctly please cause I'm having a hard time trying to articulate what it is that you're trying to, that you're trying to say. Then they have a full-blown attitude and we talk about some, nothing. Um, excuse me, but I, I really, I don't understand what you're trying to say. How do you not understand what I'm trying to say? I, I said it. Um, well, according to your text that you sent at 5.15 p.m., I really had no understanding what that meant. for your dumb ass could you explain to me better what that text message was trying to tell me like people be really trying it and people another thing that actually gets on my nerves when people try to tell me that I'm mean I don't think that I am mean necessarily I just sometimes my tone being a little too serious and which makes it sound like I'm being an asshole but in real life I'm really not I'm being like dead ass serious like I'm not being mean right now I'm just being really like what the fuck but in a nice way you follow <laughs> like it really upsets me when people be like you're mean I'm like no I am nice as shit like I am the one of the nice Nicest understanding person ever, honestly. I'm I'm super nice. I'm too nice. But some people mistaken my seriousness as me being mean. I didn't say anything mean. I didn't call you out your name. I didn't do none of that. And i still be called mean. I could sit here and look dead. I could be just sitting here minding my business and people be like, you're mean. You look mean. Well, why do you sound like that? business like golly what do you want me to do because <laughs> then I'm really fake and then you would be like oh well you're being fake okay uh Jesus I, I don't know what you want me to do from here so people who call me mean I really don't understand so if you think that I mean please enlighten me on that and I promise you that I will try to work on maybe it's my delivery oh it's about the storm but I don't know I'm not mean <laughs> I, I know so I I can be mean I can be a real smart ass sometimes and I can be an asshole now I know that I can be but most of the time I'm not trying to be like I feel like you would know when I'm being mean its so like, when people try to say I'm being mean, it's like, I, I'm not even trying. That's the thing. I could try to be mean, and it's not pretty. I'll have everybody hating my ass. Um, another pet peeve is, like, when family try to, like, get you to do something. And it's like, I don't feel like talking to... Uncle Larry or or whomever. Like, who said I wanted to talk on the phone to them? Tell them that I will call them whenever. No, I'm not home right now. I remember my mom like, mm-hmm, she right here looking at me while I'm on the phone. No, I'm not. Now now I have to talk to them because you didn't already put me out there. And I'm sitting right here looking at you. No. But then they want you to lie for them and, oh, where's your mother at? And I'll be like, she right here. And she'll be looking at me like, oh, dang, you didn't, yeah. That's how it feels when back in the day, like, when my mom used to force me to talk to family members. No. And it still applies for now. Like, no, I don't want to meet so-and-so. No, I don't want to talk to so-and-so. No, I have no intentions in calling (laughs) so-and-so. Just going to tell me I'm about to call you. No. I am not. I'm not about to do that. A pet peeve of mine is when my makeup doesn't go on correctly. <laughs> now these are getting silly. But no, all seriousness. I hate when my wigs do not co- cooperate. I hate when makeup doesn't cooperate. Uh, I hate when I have a good outfit planned out mentally and then when I put them on does not look like shit. I hate when i get my nails done at the salon and i ask them for one thing actually this actually happened like yesterday so i got my nails done yesterday and i'm on this like i'm done. i'm not getting tips um like acrylic nails because i have a job that i'm required to type and i can't type um i can type but it's just much easier if i just get my real nails instead of getting like tips or whatever So, I had got like the dip powder. So, she's filing my nails into a shape. I prefer square, which is by default, they do square shape nails. So, she finished filing one hand. And so, she's filing the other hand. And I'm looking at the work that she's doing. So, I noticed there was one nail that was round and the other ones were square. So, I was like, are we doing square nails or are we doing round nails? And she kind of paused and was like, the audacity, like, yeah, bitch, yeah. What are we doing here? We're doing square, we're doing round. So she was like, well, this, Lord forgive me. I was about to do the whole accent and everything. That is so racist. (laughs) Well, she was like, well, your nail is round, so I kept it round. I'm like, well, what sense would that make? Like, I'm looking at her with my face kind of, like, confused, like, but just make it square. Why would I walk around with one round and the rest square? So after she gave me this bullshit as excuse saying that my nail was already round and the rest were square, she went back and fixed it. And I'm looking like, was it really that hard to make this one one finger? right out square tip so long story short I hate when I'm at the nail salon and I'm getting my nails done and it's like I can visibly, visibly see that my nails don't look right and it's like if I can tell you're the professional I'm pretty sure you could tell and you's about to let me walk out walk out your salon with some hot ass nails looking a mess I paid way too much money to have my nails walking out with a couple squared, and a couple round, say consistent boo. no. And then the whole time, I'm like, really, it wasn't that hard for you to correct that one. If she said that my finger was already round shape, and you fouling the rest square, I, it just blew my mind that she really acted as if that was just like the most difficult task for her to do. Mm. That's not a pet peeve. Like, th- let me stop thinking about these pet peeves because the more that I think about it, the more I just get irritated, and I just want to scream. And I'm gonna have a kumbaya, kumbaya moment after this podcast because <laughs> I'm getting myself worked up. I can't stand when people who know that they messed up and then look at you as if you're supposed to be okay now i'm i am all for people make mistakes and you can be asked for forgiveness i I understand that but i don't need you to stay here and walk around like you didn't understand what you did wrong and then looking at me like why am i mad like you know what you did was foul like why is it a surprise that i feel some type of way like what you thought I still love you the same, but I'm still have an attitude because you know you did something that you ain't had no business doing. <laughs> the hell? Like, so people are special out there. Y'all are some special individuals. Okay? <sighs> Let's all bow our heads right now. <laughs> hmm. Lord Jesus, I come to you today as we pray for all, all those special individuals out there that you guide them and you, guide, you come to them with the, um, that you guide them and come to them that they have sense and common sense and that they have the means to articulate their text messages correctly and that they are not slow drivers out there and that they use their signal lights. And people who initiate things and ask if there's supposed to be the next person's responsibility. We also want to pray for those who think they know it all, but they don't. And all the bad hair and makeup days and the clothes that don't come out right when you put them on. We pray to God in your name that you fix that and everybody else and everything else out there. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah, I tried. Um. So thank me. I I said a prayer for y'all. <laughs> oh, I'm acting silly right now. I'm actually tired. Uh, like I said, I'm in recovery mode. I go back to work tomorrow. Exciting. Oh, let me check my phone. Where is we? Oh, we're at forty-seven minutes. I think I spoke enough about something today. I also want you, as I had asked at the beginning of my podcast, you think about what it is that you feel that doesn't sit right with you. If it doesn't feel right, it's not sitting right with you. You can think of it just in your spirit that something does not feel like it's for you. That maybe it's not for you, and that you need to hold on and be a little patient. That something is coming your way. Um. Also, your pet peeves, if you want to share on here, you can share your thoughts and your opinions and even voice record about each and one of my podcasts. I need you guys to utilize them so that you guys can help me make my podcast better with your, um, with your, what is that word? Forget it. But it would help if you guys would share what you think about my podcast, Constructive Criticism. There we go. That's the word of the day is <laughs> it's, it's that. All right, you guys, take it easy, and I'll see y'all next week. In case y'all was wondering why that's such a random song for me to put at the end, it's actually funny because I've been singing It's Young Miami, and I can't run my sack up all weekend. <laughs> As much as I started off hating this song, I love this song. Like, I have to play it at least once a day now. Just to hear y'all Miami. It's just, yeah, it's an inside joke.